Welcome to Escaping the Comfort Zone. Stroke survivor and now thriver Paul Romans is here to help others escape their fitness ruts. In conjunction with Pelican Media Group and Inspire MD Magazine, we are here to motivate you to step out of your comfort zone. Last episode, we heard from Paul and Candy Romans and their testimony navigating a stroke. This week, we get to hear a little bit more about those health benefits that Paul has discovered along the way, and he is so thrilled to be sharing them with you. So once again, I proudly introduce your hosts, Paul Romans and Holly Lewis with special guest, Candy Romans. My friends, my friends at church, and some of my friends at work make fun of me because I talk about some of the things I'm doing in my life often, probably too much of that. Paul, will you please not bring up fasting? <laughs> and I'm like, I only bring it up because I'm trying to help you. You know, you, you know, tend to get excited about things and then you like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need to tell you, drive about, it home. I need to tell you about this because it'll save your life. You know, one friend of mine from church the other day, I won't mention his name because you can my, don't want to. <laughs> so, so we're talking in the uh, Connection Center of church, and uh, he's telling me how, you know, I probably only got 10 or 15 years left, left to live in my life because my family, uh, they usually only make it to this point, and I'm like, well, do you want to live more? You know, because I can help you, you know, because look, look, look at, look at Ray over there. He's fasting. Look at, look at Jay. He's fasting. You know, I mean, look around. There are other people that are doing it right now and, and they're 15, 20% lighter yeah. right now. And their blood pressure is lower and their cholesterol is lower. And, you know, I'm not saying that fasting is the answer to everything. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But being cognitive of your health is very important. It's not only important to you, it's important to your family members. Because you want to be around for them. You want to be a part of your life, their life. You you have wisdom that that they need. Yeah. And love. Yeah. And even if fasting doesn't feel like a good option. For someone, they can evaluate it because there's so many different, different ways, ways to, to fast, yes. you know, which I love because I've had to kind of play with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I've found what works best mm-hmm. for me. And it's different than what Candy does and different than what you do is yours is different yeah. than ours. We all three do something different, but it's right. what works for you on a personal level. Right. You know, some, some days I do what Candy does, yeah. you know, like... Like uh, Wednesday nights, we have a church group that meets at six thirty. We probably eat to about seven seven thirty. I know that's going to be a tough day um, because we have good food. Yeah. So on Wednesday, sometimes I eat one meal a day. Right. And uh, we change it up. What works for the, you? The energy level that I get from fasting is something a lot of people don't buy into that haven't fasted before. But actually it's like it's like the whole thing with Jesus. Less of me, more of him. And that's what really like your body is a temple. Yeah. You know, it's I mean that's the whole thing. I think mean, it's funny how it connects like that. But the things we have inside of us, if we're not clogging our arteries and our and filling our stomach up, it'll work a lot better. 
It'll work more efficiently. More efficiently. That's what it's doing. Right. Amazing. Right. Well, and, and I think there's other um, really positive aspects to the fasting thing because it's not just physical. No. It's also mental. Yes. And especially during the last year, we've all had some some uh, frustrations. I think with you know being having to wear masks and being locked at home and not being able to do this and that and gather with family or certain family or whatever, no travel, you name it. But the, I've discovered for myself the discipline and the focus that has come to me. Like I used to have to take medication to help me focus and keep it together. And I got off of that. And, you know, I take some supplements and things, but I'm doing the whole, you know, and I my blood pressure has been good, and I had high blood pressure, yeah. you know, and um, instead I take the COQ10, and, you know, but I still try to, I mean, it's not going to make everything go away, but significant changes, and that's where escaping your comfort zone, whether it be through fasting and diet, or, um, you know, your stress level or, or, you know, whether it be physical, mental, emotional. And coming up, we're going to start talking to local experts and people we know that have experience, whether it be with psychology or coaching or um, nutrition. You know, nutrition, heart, cardiovascular disease and, and heart health. Um, those people we want to talk to, you know, and share those experts' uh, knowledge right. with people on how making this small little change can, I mean, make, go from, you know, really. yeah, you do a 180. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know. for, for instance, what happened for me, uh, and I'll just, real quick, how I, how I got to where we are. Um, I was at the gym in Portland, the community center, and uh, just working out. This guy walks up to me, uh, and he says, man, you look a lot better since I saw you last time. <laughs> and I'm like, that's always nice. What are you, what are you doing? How do I know you? I don't even know who you are. And, he, and that's what I asked him. I said, so so where where have I seen you before? He goes, uh, I put you on the gurney when we, we put you in an ambulance to take you to the hospital. And I'm like, oh, Okay, so so we get to talking about that and my journey through that, and I, I tell him about a book I was reading. At the time, I was reading a book by Chris Voss. He's a uh, former FBI investigator, not investigator, interrogator. I mean, and uh, his book was called "How to Negotiate as Your Life Depends on It." So he 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 takes that in and he tells me about this podcast that he listens to. It's Jocko Willing. Speaking of discipline, I mean, Jocko's got a book that's uh, Discipline Equals Freedom. No, that's a saying. His book is uh, Extreme Ownership. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. A lot of Jocko fans out there are probably angry with me. <laughs> but, um, you recanted very much. Yes, I did. And in, in listening to that, I probably, I've listened to over 200 episodes by now because I went back and started at one. The one he was talking about at the time, Number 199, I'll never forget, it was by a lady named uh, Kirstie Ennis. I hope I'm saying it right. 
Uh, but she was a uh, a marine uh, uh, door gunner. Uh, probably get the helicopter wrong too. I think I think it was a Black Hawk. But anyway, it crashed and it, and it tore her face up. And it, it took, she eventually had to have a leg amputated. But it was such a a story of courage and, and commitment. And it's just like at the time it was about I want to say almost three years into my stroke, and it just like man, if you can overcome that, you can you can you know do everything or anything. And she had a goal to climb the seven seven highest summits on the seven different continents. I'm like, oh, wow. that is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, especially with your leg amputated, right? Oh my so goodness. I'm like, this is a pretty cool podcast. So I went back to number one and started watching from there. And through all the podcasts, one of the themes, not on every one of them, he had was him and um, the guy he does with Echo Charles um, talk about fasting. I'm like, man, let me give this a try. So I, so I had a couple of times, like, I, I didn't quite make it to 16. I'd make it to 13 or 15 or 14. And uh, shortly after that, Candy came home with a book or an idea for a book because she, an idea for us to read a book uh, because uh, one of her coworkers brought it up to, up to her, a book called Delay, Don't Deny by Jen Stevens. And you know, we both read that book probably over a period of two days. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is great. Let's try this idea. And uh, you know, we did, you know, full on right right away. And right away we started seeing results. Yeah. And well and I think before y'all and y'all turned me on to that too, but before any of us started fasting, and I think this might be the mindset of most. You think fast, and you think that means you just don't eat right. for days on end. And I always thought, I can never right. fast. Right. That sounds horrible. Yes. <laughs> like scary. I, yeah. Like, give me, no, no. But being educated and understanding what fasting is and how there are different ways. And, right. And the whole idea of what inter, intermittent fasting, where you're not, like, taking a full day off from eating. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there's just different methods. There's so many different ways. Right. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now let's get back to the show. Uh, I mean, people have done fasting forever. You know, it's, yeah. it's tied to a lot of different religions. Uh, but also true, as you look how we evolved, civilizations you know there were times where you ate depending on the climate the weather and stuff like right. that so you went longer periods than we go now there was never i mean there weren't four three four squares a day no there were not <laughs> definitely not six yeah six <laughs> right or snack that, that was not happening i know it's snack time so i mean you ate when there was Happy food hour, available yeah. you know and there are certain things that are stored up that can last, you know, for periods of time and certain things that can. There weren't refrigerators, you know, 300 years ago or whatever. Uh, so you, you ate, you know, what was You fresh. ate to live. Yes. The times were different, you know. I always say, I, you know, 
we all have pets and I have one dog that eats to live and then every other dog I've ever had lives to eat. Yeah. Exactly. And I think our society has become so um you know, we we consumer it's oriented. just consumer oriented and it's all about food. Yeah. I mean it really is. You know, that's what we've done to socialize. Yeah. We go eat. Yeah. We go to happy hour. We go do this. You know, it's it's all about eating. Yeah. And and eating has become not a sustainable uh, action, but right. something that we just do. Right. You know, on the what are we going to eat? What are we going to eat? I was thinking on the way here. What are we going to eat for dinner? <laughs> um, but. The, the thing, you know, the thing is, years and years ago, that wasn't the case, and, and right. people didn't think that way, and so now that we have, I will say with um, the pandemic, we haven't been going out to eat so much, so that may have made a slight difference in some folks' lives, yeah. you know, but, I mean, I think it, starting the intermittent fasting, during the pandemic has actually been a little easier for me than it typically would because we haven't been going to events, which I have to go to events and luncheons and all this stuff all the time. So I'm not even having it put in front of me where I feel like, oh, I need to eat that. Or I went to eat that. Or I paid $100 and, you know, I need to eat. Right. So um, that's that's made a difference too. Well, so, uh, another book I've read uh, on on this subject is one by Dr. Jason Fong. It's the Com- Complete Book of Fasting. Uh, he's got a couple of books, uh, and there's another book on uh, appetite control. I can't remember the author of that. I should have wrote that down. Yeah. Um, but that's that's another important part when you're fasting is knowing when you are actually, you know, uh, satiated. Um, yeah. That show we watched called Fasting that you yeah, told me about the, that's on Amazon Prime, I think. Yeah. That was really educational, and I really like the way they put that in perspective where they actually um, compared a person eating just as much food in a window of time yeah. compared to stretching it all day long. And, yeah. And, and that helped me understand a lot about the whole science behind yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, one thing about intermittent fasting is what happens is is your body eats on the fat cells that it already has instead of the new fat cells. Like, the difference, um, I believe it may be Jen Stevens or Dr. Jason Fall, I can't remember. Think of it as a freezer in your garage and, and the fridge in your house. And, in the, in the fasting state, you're actually getting rid of what's in the freezer instead of buying new food to go in the refrigerator. Right. And that that's how you get rid of the fat you already have built, you know, all over your body, you know, for that matter. Not, not just your stomach. Um, so that that's how it works. Um, and tell us how, I mean, what has it done for you physically because of the stroke and as part of your recovery? It's it's 
changed a lot of your physical health, like in such a positive way. Well, it's uh, the main thing for me is uh, it's brought down my blood pressure dramatically. It's lowered my cholesterol. You know, my triglycerides are way under under which I'm like, all right, and I want to get them down even further so I can. My blood pressure's been cut in half. My medicine has been cut in half. Um, but I want to get to the point where I don't have to take any, right. you know, any statins, because I'm still taking a statin. I don't want to do that because uh, because of the ne- negative effects of statins. Um, I know the, the good effects is it does lower my cholesterol, but I want to get to the point where I don't have to take any. Um, I mean, I'm wearing pants that I couldn't wear in high school. Well, and that's what I wanted to talk about, too, because um, I think we all get deceived by the number on the scale. And, you know, I got really frustrated because I was like, well, I'm not losing weight. But you know what? I've lost two pant sizes. Yeah. And that's what I want to talk about, because it's not about the number on the scale. Because, you know, there's so many variables, muscle, you know, this, that, and the other. But I'd rather weigh 156 pounds and wear a size 8 than a size 12. Yeah, I think the only thing you can, the only thing the scale rate does is allow you to track your progress, right. track a trend. Another, yeah, another way it's just track. another um, and it is, benchmark, I guess. It is but positive but reinforcement. The true, <laughs> the true results are going to be in your past and in the clothes you're wearing. I mean, well, how you feel. I, yeah. I would not have thought that I could have abs uh, 10 years ago, let alone eight months ago. Uh, but that happened like within four months. I lost, I lost four, in four months I lost 30 pounds. In five months I lost 35. I'm at the point now my wife won't even lose any more weight. I weigh less than I, I did. I think you both are good. <laughs> I weigh less now than I did when I was a sophomore in high school. And I wasn't yeah, I wasn't like I was in shape in high school, so so I think that's wonderful, you know. And it just is a testament to what you can do if if you put less things in your mouth. Right. You put the fork down. And if you make a decision to change the way you do things, yeah. which is well, all about escaping your comfort zone. Yeah. At first, I was like. Oh, I don't know about this. I don't want to get out the couch. Right? I can't eat breakfast. Yeah, it's just comfy. You know? Yeah. Which, I don't mean you can't eat breakfast. You can't eat breakfast. You just have to figure out how you want to do that. Everybody, (laughs) I think everyone can name their own comfort zone. I mean, it it could be, I mean, one of ours has been, you know, on our patio by the pool, you know, in the afternoon or... It could be the bed in the morning on the weekends, you know. Yeah. Or it's the couch when you're Why watching. Did you just look at me? When you're watching uh, Hallmark, you know, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I struggle sometimes to get out of bed. Especially like, when you've got you know, that blanket. I'm, yeah, I'm comfortable. And you know what? I'm in business for myself. And I work from home. So, yeah. And I think a lot of us have probably experienced this during 
the pandemic because we're working from home oh, yeah. and you know we just have to roll out of bed and get hop online or whatever and you know I've gotten to where I'm like I still need to get up in the mornings and get moving and I need to walk the dogs so I make you know and make that part of my routine and there are times I will wake up the alarm goes off you guys have heard it before when I stay at your house it's pretty no. obnoxious and then uh, finally about the fourth snooze in I'm like I, I literally have to go get up get up get up get up get up <laughs> and and then I just kind of roll out of bed um, you know, that's escaping your comfort zone. Yeah, just, it is. just doing something different, little changes that lead to bigger changes and then bigger changes and then amazing results. Exactly. And that's exactly how you became a thriver. It is. And you know, I mean, I'm not saying that, I am not saying that I'm better than anybody. That, no. that is a fact. <laughs> and uh, we know that. Uh, all of this just happened at one time for me. If I can, if I can real quick, Holly, just, mm-hmm. so after I read uh, Jocko's Extreme Ownership, there was a series of book, books that came right after that. And some of them were by some of the individuals that were on his podcast, like Dan Crenshaw and his fortitude actually has a chapter in his book called Do Something Hard where he talks about getting out of your comfort zone. And he talked about some of the things he, he didn't, you know, he was raised, his mom uh, passed away from cancer when he was really young. He learned about it, I believe he said, when he was either five or six and she passed away like five years later. So, you know, not that that's one of the hard things he did, but that's one of the things he went through. And then later on in life, you know, I think, I can't remember, I think he took physics or something like that just to change you know, his, his to make it difficult for him to try to do something different. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson talks about treat your treat yourself now like you're taking care of yourself ten years from now. Like take care of your health. Like you know, the person you're taking care of. Or like you, you want your future. parents to take care. Yeah. Of Think about that. Exactly. Um, uh. John Warden, our pastor yeah. at Grace Point, he uh, he was doing a sermon at the time on Jesus called Less of Me, More of Him. And uh, he was talking about uh, Peter, how Peter needed to get out of the boat, get out of his comfort zone, and walk on water to meet Jesus. I mean, and I'm reading a book right now called Dangerous Prayers by Craig Rochelle, who talks about pray prayers to get you, you need to pray prayers to get you out of your comfort zone. You know, ask God to put on your heart something to do that's out of your comfort zone. All these things happen at the same time. Doctor, Doctor Rhonda Patrick, I was watching her on a Joe Rogan podcast. She says the key to living a long life for longevity. Of course, I'm paraphrasing her. Is to exercise out of your comfort zone. So all of this happened right before I call you and said, Holly, we have to do a podcast <laughs> right. called Escaping Your Comfort Zone. I know too much, and I can't keep it in my head any longer. Well, and God kept slamming you with it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was like constant. And, and so that's how I got to where I am. 
and I just feel yeah. it's time to help other people, you know, and knowing that Corpus is historically one of the fatter cities in America, and I know why, I know why, tacos and tamales, and tequila, right, <laughs> they will get you right, there. Right, margaritas. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I think if, barbecue around here. if I helped others and, and and I know being that man that knows everything and that man that can take care of himself, what? Okay. Yeah. That, that <laughs> I'm not only speaking to the men out there that that know how to take care of themselves, right? Yeah. I'm not only speaking to them, more or less I'm speaking to the ones that love those crazy men for whatever reason. And, and sometimes it's crazy women, face it, you know, that, that have strokes. It's not just the men. Right. Uh, that uh, that needs someone to say, hey, honey, I love you. Would you please plead with so many tortillas? Right. And there's not even, it's not even just stroke. That's no. I mean, what you do. No. That's then, what I deal with. But then you have heart, heart well, attacks. You have diabetics. I mean, you Exactly. Know. Obesity. Obesity leads to eight of the top ten causes of death. The other two are accidents and suicide. Exactly. So there you go. Exactly. I'm just saying. Well, and think and think about it this way too. Even with now, I don't I don't really know how we could completely do anything about accidents as far as the comfort zone goes. However, Suicide. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, right. I mean, um, mental health is also impacted by your lifestyle. It is. You and know, if you're if you're working out, you get um, endorphins. Um, you know, you feel better about yourself if you are if, if you're taking care of your body and feeding it the right things yes. and exercising and you know even. Surrounding yourself with other positive people. Well, yeah, you know, and that's what when you came to me with with this idea, you know, it had right around that same time it had really been laying on my heart. The Lord put on my heart how you know we have this publication, we have this company, this media company, and how can we do something to be a positive influence to others and impact their lives. And like the magazine part of the media company that I've published is called Inspire. Well, yeah, I want to inspire others. And, and that's my calling, you right. know. Um, I, I don't know if everybody would no, agree with that. No, I, I think you know. you're spot on. I, and I think you're really good at what you do. Yeah. Um, the, the, the body and how it feels and the physicalness of it is directly related related to the brain and how you react to others and stuff like that. The physical health, um, the endorphins, you're exactly right. Um, and that, would, I mean, even with the fasting, it, it reduces the brain fog that you get at work or the fatigue you feel in the afternoon. You can go, I mean, for instance, I was up, Almost all night Thursday. All night. I slept I took two or three naps for about an hour at a time. And And that was because of work. That yeah, wasn't like Yeah. 
And then he couldn't had, sleep. <laughs> and then I had to drive home Friday afternoon. Yeah. You know, and I was not fatigued at all. Right. At all. And could I have done that a year ago? Probably not. I'd have been yeah. sleeping. And and I never had the feeling of fatigue at work. Well, I did a little bit, but not where I'm going to fall asleep. You know, so those are things that I could have done in the past. And, you know, I thank God for putting me where he did, you know, because it helped me realize the destruction I was doing to my body beforehand. Although I did have some warning signs, I did not pay attention to him until he screamed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes we all, I mean, I think I'm one of those who has to learn the hard way too, but. You know, oh, a lot of people. I think my tolerance for that as I mature has uh, changed quite a bit. You know, I don't have to really learn the hard way as much as I used to. Right. <laughs> um, but that's all part of maturity, and I think that's the nice way to put it. So moving forward, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about different things that have to do with intermittent fasting and the stroke and and different things like that, but. Our goal is to talk to various folks, experts here in the coastal bend and even beyond, even yeah. South Texas, you know, and I mean, podcasts can go as far as the moon and back. So, you know, eventually we may even grow it to that point as long as we can continue to reach the right people and help them. So if you are listening or watching, you know, we want your um, feedback. Right. right. We want your feedback. We want to know what you want to know about. Yes. Um, we're two pretty easy going, three pretty easy going folks. And, uh, you know, we want to talk to people who want to make a difference and want to lead others By to a better lifestyle. Yeah. If you have any suggestions for people to bring on a podcast, feel free to make a comment about that. Right. And, and I've always wanted to say this. Hit subscribe. <laughs> yes, hit subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. And if you, I'll say this from the business perspective I sell advertising. And, you know, if you want to market your business through the podcast, you know, and be a part of that, be a sponsor, we'll give you the best plugs there are, right? Yes. We love to endorse people. And, um, you know, that's a, that's an affordable way that you can market your business. I know a lot of people were hit hard with businesses with the pandemic and, and having to shut down. And business has, has changed big time, especially small business. So if you want to market your business and you like what we're doing, you know, touch base with us. And um, we'll start small. And as we grow, you know, and you see that return. We'll, we'll talk about that, um, but we'd love to be able to make people aware of your brand and your business and help you get back where you need to be pre-pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. The sooner the better. And if you're making a difference, you want to make a difference in people's lives, I mean, just, you Yes, know, on site. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, for sure. Escape yeah. your comfort zone. Escape your comfort zone. We will be here, uh, you know, every other week is what we're looking at, an episode every other week. And so we hope that you'll continue to follow us and join us. And any any last words, y'all? 
We'll wrap this guy up. Well, I, I just want to thank the Lord for, put, for getting me back to where, close to where I was anyway. Uh, thank my wife for, for loving and supporting me along the way. And uh, thank you, Holly, for getting me here today. Uh, for working with me through this. Uh, or, or just having uh, the vision or sharing a vision with me yeah. to get this out to uh, those that may need a little nudge out of their comfort zone. Absolutely. It's always good to hear someone else's story. And, and you say the Lord got you back, but I feel like Candy and I would agree that you're better than you ever were. Uh, I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, the stroke is one. The stroke has revealed a lot of love to me. And if I'm able to to give back half the amount of love, I think I'm blessed somebody. Certainly, um, the Lord's way of humbling. Yeah, I, I never knew that. <laughs> and that's how I like to look at these, you know, tragic incidents in people's lives. I mean, Sometimes the Lord lets that happen, I, so you I, can. He's pushing you to go a different direction. Pride comes before the fall. And it's also the opposite of being humble. You know, so in that state of humbleness is when you can experience the most blessing. Because when you're so prideful, there's no room for blessing on that earth. You know what I mean? There isn't. So that's the. When you think you're a blessing, you're probably not. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. Right? But, you know, yeah. That and that's that's about all I can say for right now. Yeah. Well, we look forward to more conversations, to getting some experts in this mix, helping people influence people, and um, continuing to follow what he's put before us. Amen. So, with that being said, we should all say. Escape. Escape your comfort zone. <laughs> we can work on that. Yeah. <laughs> that will get better. We can be like this. Yeah. <laughs> get out there and escape your comfort zone. There you go. Candy can do that part. She's <laughs> excellent. She's way better than you. That's how you do it. Thanks for joining us this week on Escaping the Comfort Zone. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you're subscribed so that you never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you enjoyed it, we'd appreciate you leaving a little review. We love to hear what you guys think. And share this with a friend or a family member that you think it would benefit. Once again, thank you guys for joining us for Escaping the Comfort Zone. Have a great week. Thanks for watching. Was that good? What do you all want to eat tonight? <laughs>